Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome to this episode of Ask Amy. Today we're talking about roofing. Kind of want to call this Roofing 101, and I've got some guests here today to help me out with this. We have Christian and Jennifer Hernandez. They are the owners of JCNC Roofing Company here in Houston. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us here. Yeah, I mean, so like a lot of things in, that I report on, I sort of have some of these experiences myself and talk to other people and then realize, hey, a lot of people have these same questions um, with roofs right now in Houston. I mean, when you get your roof put on or you move into a new home, a lot of us are told that, oh, your roof is supposed to last 30 years. But then come to find out after like 15 years, you start hearing from insurance companies that, oh, you're going to need a new roof. I mean, our, so I invited you guys on to kind of walk us through some of these things. Why? I mean, does any roof last 30 years in Texas? Uh, that is a really good question. Uh, the roof are designed for last 30 years or even more or even longer. But the main problem that we are facing here with the with the roof with the roofing industry mm-hmm. is this. For example, the I see the problem number one is lack of maintenance. Lack of maintenance. Uh-huh. Lack of maintenance would be the problem number one. For example, having a vehicle and you never replaced the old chain, you didn't change the tires, you didn't maintain the vehicle, the vehicle is not going to last that long uh-huh. because of lack of maintenance. Uh, number one, every five years is recommended uh-huh. to do a lack of maintenance, uh, to do a maintenance on your roof, but that one depends on where you live. Oh. For example, if you live in another area, that, for example, that is surrounded by a lot of trees, uh-huh. Uh, you need to do it periodically, at least twice a year. Okay. The maintenance. Okay. Are we talking that, about maintenance that I can do myself or maintenance I need to hire a roofing company for? Honestly, it's not recommended uh, to do it yourself because they require some certain expertise to climb in your roof, dispose the, dispose the, all the debris from the, from the trees. Uh-huh. Um, also, for protection, it would be easier and more affordable for you to call a roofing company to come in. And maintenance and serving your roof. Okay. Okay. That's number one. Number two, I would say that another issue that we are facing is when, I don't know you ever heard the word builder's grade? Builder's grade, yes. Okay. Uh, the roof, the shingles is the only, sometimes the only components on your roof that is designed to last 30 years. Only the shingles would only last 30 years. So other parts on my roof other are going to give out before that. Correct. And that is the, what led you to a leakage. For example, one of the main problems are the, the bent flashing, the plumbing flashings. They are putting rubber boots that they only la- only going to last from 8 to 12 years. The That's rubber wrong. boots, the flashings, and all those things are designed to keep the water out. And another, and another problem that we're facing, too. The standard warranty on, on the 30-year shingle it's 110 to 130 miles per hour that we warranty coverage. Uh-huh. But they are installing ridge cap for cut corners 
that they only designed it to last 60 years. Okay, I'm repeating after some of what you're saying, ridge caps to go on your roof, those are only designed to last 60 years? 60, no, 60, 60 miles, miles an hour, hour wind. Okay. To sustain 60 miles per hour. Wind. Okay. And that is a big issue that you're seeing. And I know the problem that we have, and I believe that this is the main problem, it is that we, because of the climate change, we are seeing at least once a year a hailstorm over our area. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, the people think that it's not a big deal because they say, oh, this was a small hail. Uh -huh. But if knock it off the ground, so you shingles, it is a big deal. But the problem is this, that you as a homeowner, you are on the middle of the insurance company and the middle of the manufacturer. For example, mm -hmm. what manufacturer says about if you have any small hailstorm? Uh-huh. Your warranty is void. Your 30 years or 50 years warranty is completely void. And that was probably the biggest reason why you would have damage to your roof is a hailstorm. And your warranty doesn't cover hail damage. Correct. And that one shorter of the life of the roof. Uh -huh. That's problem number one. Okay. Problem number two, the hail that we get in our area, in most of the cases, is not big enough mm -hmm. to fracture the shingle. And based on the insurance guideline, the hailstorm, they had to be big enough to fracture the shingle to be considered a total loss. Ah, okay. If it's not big enough, it's no, it's no guarantee, it's no, the insurance company, they will deny you coverage because they say there is no enough damage, but the manufacturer as well is going to be saying that you don't have, that the warranty is void. The warranty is voided because it was hail damage, but it wasn't big enough hail damage for your insurance company to give you a new roof. So then homeowners are sort of stuck. So, Correct. So, Jennifer, you are sort of the one in your company that takes those calls, that deals with insurance companies and customers. Um, and through this episode today, we want to talk about all things. We're going to give you tips on if you do have to hire a roofer, what to do, what not to do to try to lower your risk of falling into a scam. But then also some things about dealing with insurance companies and actual cash value. We're going to get to all of that. But I kind of wanted you, Jennifer, to share sort of what you're seeing. Um, and it sounds like what I also um, encountered, which is insurance companies letting homeowners know that we need a new roof. We've got no leaks. We've got nothing. But you're between a rock and a hard place because the insurance company says, well, we're going to cancel your policy unless you get a new roof. Correct. I. It's so sad to hear those stories, Amy. Every time, you know, the homeowner calls in the office and say, Oh, I got these letters. Uh, insurance companies asking me to get uh, a full roof replacement. I they not they're gonna drop the coverage. Uh, I had a customer last week who said that he got a letter with actually satellite image. Just uh, they didn't even go to the property. They like just, the, insurance company the insurance company flew a drone or satellite image yeah, over their they, house. They uh -huh. went online to get satellite uh, pictures satellite. of the of the property. They kind of saw how the roof look, and they sent the letter out saying that the roof needs some work done and that they need to actually take some action so that they can actually continue coverage. Um, you see all these changes, and a lot of the times because policies are changing. Mm -hmm. and, and everybody's getting dropped from, I say everybody, but yes. it's a big problem right now. You get in this new, you know, you get, as a homeowner, you get these updates that, oh, your policy is going to change. Here's a new change in your policy. And sometimes we read it, we might not read it, and something changed on the roof, endorsements. 
um, you know, you have to read those endorsements. Mm -hmm. You have to read your policy uh, if you're actually getting into a contract because in the end, it's a contract between you and the insurance company. You have to understand what are they playing with. Right. Yeah, and if they're sending pictures of my roof from a satellite, I mean, then obviously I do want to call a roofer and yes. say, well, could you get up there and tell me what you see? Yes, um, definitely. That's the first step. Calling, you know, a reputable roofing company, find, go online and get them and see the reviews and what offer, if they offer a free inspection or a storm damage inspection on your roof so that they can actually find out if your roof actually it's damaged, mm -hmm. what type of damages, what's the condition of the roof. Um, if, and if, I mean, if that is a case that you're being forced to, you know, replace the roof, if the roof has a substantial storm damage. Mm -hmm. And I say substantial because it needs to have some type of fracture and a lot of sustainable damage on the roof that the insurance can say, yes, it's actually covered or not, because they have different guidelines. Right. They follow different guidelines, different insurance carriers on how they're going to approve the roof replacement. And once the roof replacement is approved, what it's approved and what is not approved. Right. Like it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to pay for a whole new roof, even though they tell Correct. you you need a whole new roof. Correct. Yeah. Because a lot of times you, I am seeing a lot of insurance carriers who start only approving you for roof repairs. And they say, okay, yes, you have damage. We're only going to approve you uh, for 30 pieces of shingles, tabs. Mm -hmm. You need to replace 30 pieces of shingles on your roof. And your roof is probably 15 years old or 20. And sometimes you go to these uh, properties and roofs are not repairable. It's the not repairable. It needs to be completely replaced. It needs to be completely replaced. So a lot of the times you need to find out, you know, what it's really the condition mm -hmm. so that you can actually uh, – find out if the damage can be repaired or not. Okay, I do. I want to talk more about this. We want to take a quick break. But what I should have said from the beginning is the reason that we invited you all here and why I think that so many homeowners get confused about this is the roofing industry is not licensed or regulated in the state of Texas. So there's not really anybody to call if I'm a consumer homeowner and I feel like somebody might be telling me the wrong thing or saying the wrong thing or somebody to hold my hand and say what yeah. I should do. That doesn't exist. No. No, that's, that one doesn't exist in Texas. This is sad because in Texas, you need a license for do a haircut, mm -hmm. but you don't need a license for actually build a, ha build a house or build a roof. Yeah. And building a roof, they, they require expertise to do the roof. Right. But nobody's following behind you, making sure you've had XYZ training. The, or One more quick, uh, uh, sure. something very quick that I'm going to say this. The best protection for as a homeowner to do, to hire a manufactured certified contractor. A manufactured certified contractor. That is the best thing that you can do. You can go to GAF.com, Owens Corning, Certainty. Try to get for the biggest uh, roofing co roofing companies. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sorry, big and roofing manufacturers. Right. And find a certified manufacturer contractor. These are the companies that make the shingles and the roof, all and they, that. And this is the company that they are recommending the contractor. The advantage of you as a homeowner to hire one of those because the shingle will be covered against manufacturer defect, uh -huh. number one. And the warmanship, the installation will be covered through the manufacturer up to 25 years. So you'll get the workmanship, labor, and 
the manufacturer shingles warranty of the product. Okay, we're going to be right back. We've taken a lot of time. But when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the most common ways that people get scammed and lose a lot of money um, by companies or people pretending to be roofers or they're just not um, following the best business practices. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Ask Amy. We're talking about all things roofing because a lot of people are experiencing this right now where they've been told by their insurance company or maybe a roofer knocks on your door after a hail incident and says, hey, I'd like to get on your roof or you need a new roof. So we're going to run really quickly in this segment through some of the most common types of scams and things to watch out for. I'm going first. We have Christian and Jennifer Hernandez joining us with JCNC Roofing. So the first thing that we've always told people is those guys that come around, contractors, knock on doors after a weather event saying like hey you know we're in your neighborhood checking out roofs and doing some of your neighbor's roofs would you like us to go up and inspect your roof we say always say no because it's been well known it's been established a scam before that people will get on your roof and sometimes cause damage instead of actually inspecting it cause some damage just so that they know that they'll convince you to file a claim and then they get a roofing job now you were telling us jennifer that it is common these days that a roofer might not even need to get on your roof correct i mean right now we have such a great technology we're using drones okay mm -hmm. so we actually and, and a lot of reputable roofing companies are actually uh, getting softwares that they can actually fly the drone and actually upload all the pictures to a software where they can actually find out if there is health or wind damage without climbing on your roof. That's so, and, awesome. And that's really without walking, causing damage with walking on the roof or you, you know, thinking that they would do something to your roof. So this is really a great, great solution. That is. And they can show you pictures of what they Correct. saw. It's, it's not an actual report. Okay, that's fantastic. Okay, you're going to go next. Now, your next one is about that insurance payment. So say you're further along in the process. You know your insurance company is going to cover your roof replacement. And generally, they send me, the homeowner, the check? Yes. Okay. Uh, and a lot of times, they will send you the first uh, the first payment, and which is the actual cash value. And the one of the things that I always say, do not hand over these payments to the contractor immediately. Just sign them over. Just sign it over. I mean, even if you have signed a contingency or you're waiting to sign this and you have not signed it, do not hand over the, proce the proceeds, your first payment to the insurance. What account, should we do? I mean, you should actually deposit it to your bank account. Um, you can actually um, wait into, you know, once you get far along with the contractor and see when you're going to get the job schedule, what materials you're going to use and everything. Make sure you actually read the terms uh, for payment, uh, payment terms conditions on the contract that you signed with the contractor so that you can actually see if they're asking or requesting it from you uh, prior to starting the job or actually the day they start the job and they, when they deliver materials. That's a safer way to do it so that you know they will go in to bring the equipment and materials and the crew to actually start the job. There should be like a payment Correct. schedule so yes. that you're not giving them 100% Correct. or even 50 up front. Okay. Correct. All right, Christian, I want you to talk about, you, we talked about almost with everything you do these days, a company that you're going to hire says, okay, here, sign this. We got to be careful about that. Be careful about that. Never sign, never sign a contingency at front without knowing and without negotiating what you are going to get in return. So never sign what's called a contingency contract. 
Um, I think what this means, tell me if I'm wrong, that if, if you know, I'm going to file a claim with my insurance company, they may say, hey, here, sign this. And what it does is say, if your insurance company approves this claim, you are basically saying we are the company that's going to get to do that. Correct. And that is what contingency actually means. But uh, like again, never sign a contingency agreement if you don't know at front what you are getting. And also, uh, is before to, to sign a contingency, make sure to do your homework properly. Make sure to check what is the warranty that you're going to get, the shingle that you're going to get, about the payment schedule, about repairs on the ro additional repairs that your roof may require. Mm -hmm. Make sure to having all that uh, before to before to you get the stock with the company. The yeah. best thing to do is this. Do you research if the company is really, what is the reputation behind mm -hmm. the company? Their reputation. Like if you haven't had a chance to do all that research, definitely do not sign it. Um, one thing that I think since we do have a lot of these contractors that go door to door after weather events, I think it's important to remind people that in Texas, we have a three-day right to cancel only with door to door sales. Correct. So if for some reason you get talked into something and you sign a contract, you could cancel it within three days. I mean, Correct. you got to make sure they're savvy about this, too, that they're leaving you information on how to cancel it and who to get in touch with. And then a lot of times these roofing companies will come and just drop a bunch of materials in your on your property, like so that you're thinking, OK, yeah. I can't cancel it. They've already got their stuff here. Correct. Um, I know Correct. we ran through those scams really quickly. Some things to watch out for. When we come back, we want to talk more in depth about insurance companies, actual cash value. Um, and we're going to get more into that, which I think a lot of people are, are going through a lot of these issues right now. We'll be right back. Welcome back to this Ask Amy episode all about roofing. Joining us are Jennifer and Christian Hernandez of JCNC Roofing. Okay, so the reason that I called you up when I started experiencing some of this myself, I'm going to make my story short. Um, my insurance company said, hey, we're covering you this year, but we're putting a note or flagging your account for non-renewal next year because your roof is 15 years old. It's going to be 16 years old. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, I've got no, no issues no leak so i call out a roofing company thinking i better get this taken care of before next year and then this roofing company who's recommended by somebody else comes in and says oh um okay so we're checking out your roof and if you've got damage now let's look at the hail events that we've recorded that insurance companies will accept in your area as possible claims as hail with uh, events with large enough hail that would have caused this damage on your roof it all seemed very sketchy to me. And I, you said, that's not sketchy. Correct. It's not at all. Why? Uh, for this reason, is this. Uh, you have a limited amount of time uh, for how long you can file an insurance claim. Uh -huh. uh, I've, I came across with a lot of, with a lot of homeowners that they, they don't want to file an insurance claim because they don't want to be ahead of the insurance company. They want to save some insurance company money. They want to save an insurance company money. money. Or, but for whatever reason, when they had yes. the hail event, they didn't file. Yeah, they didn't file. But two years later or three years later, they find out uh, that the roof is leaking. Or they are getting one of those letters from the insurance company saying that they're going to drop them uh -huh. if they don't replace it. Uh, in Texas, is something that's called a statute of limitation. Mm -hmm. By the law, by the law of Texas, you only had two years for file an insurance claim under the statute of limitation. Ah, so there was a hail event. I didn't think I had any damage, but I have up to two years to file a claim. Correct. But if you don't file a claim, the 
then later you cannot use a day of loss because it's it no more cover. It's no longer coverage. But also you have another another challenge that we can say that you filed during the year. Uh -huh. It's something uh, that is called recoverable depreciation. Recoverable depreciation. That recoverable depreciation is is only you can recover uh, uh, only under the terms and conditions of your insurance policy. Every company, they have different uh -huh. terms and conditions about how to recover your depreciation. Okay. And uh, we can, and then when you get that, we, when you get paid, mm -hmm. the insurance company, they're going to pay you under something that's called actual cash value. Actual cash value. We've heard of this. Okay. Yes. When you get paid under actual cash value, it depends on who you homeowner. Depends on who your homeowner insurance. Insurance depends on who your company is. Who your carrier is. <laughs> okay, it's gonna it's gonna be based on that the amount of of depreciation that's gonna be taken out of the claim. Let me put a brief example. Okay. If your roof is thirty years shingle, and and I'm sorry, if you have installing you in your house a thirty year shingle. Mm -hmm. But your roof is 15 years old, uh -huh. and they are counted the roof as a 15 years as a 15 years uh, old, and, and now it's an actual cash value policy. Insurance company they will pay you the 50 percent of the cost of the roof. Okay. If the roof costs fifteen thousand dollars, they will apply the 50 percent of the depreciation. That we say that is seven thousand five hundred. Okay, so well, let me repeat just so people make sure that we're hearing correctly. So say that a new roof is going to cost me $15,000, but I'm only going to get actual cash value for this roof. So my insurance company is like, oh, well, you, it, you've already used half of your roof's life, 15 mm -hmm. years. It's supposed Correct. to last 30. So now we're going to give you $7,500, half of that $15,000. Correct, but not just that. In top of that, they will apply the deductible. Oh, so now how much, you know, so say, let's say my, yeah, so then I have to say, okay, my roof, they're going to give me $7,500 or say that's what is covered, then subtract my $4,000 deductible, Correct. and all of a sudden I'm only getting $3,500. $3, okay, that is, that is what you get. All those customers that they are getting letters on their mail uh -huh. saying that the, 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 the after 15 years, the policy is going to change to the uh, root surface prorated especially. especially. Oh, you got to say that again. Roof what? Roofs surfaces uh -huh. prorated especially. Roof surfaces prorated especially. Okay. Okay. I know that it's a, some fancy word and they do it yeah. for confuse the homeowner, but what they are saying is this, that they are going to pay you mm -hmm. now on actual cash value terms. No replacement cost, but no replacement cost coverage. And you should be trying to get a policy that would offer full replacement of your roof. Cor correct. If you do, and the insurance homeowner's insurance right now is bananas, but if you could get that, that you wouldn't have to worry about any of these. You know, oh, you've had your roof for 15 years, and and for example, if you had the privilege to be in the military, uh -huh. and, and you had you were able to be in the military, and now you had the privilege to hire a company it's called USAA, mm -hmm. make sure to get them. Make sure uh, USAA is paying everything on a 100% replacement cost value. Yeah, they don't do actual cash value They don't policies. do actual cash value. Okay. They do at the beginning like every company. Uh -huh. They depreciate the roof, and then when the roof has been completed, they release that recoverable depreciation check. 
Okay. All right. This was all very good information. And I know that the this last part that we've been talking about, you, maybe you think it sounds confusing. We're going to make sure we put all of this information in our show notes. We're also going to make sure we put a link to JCNC Roofing because I know people might want to use you, call you, use you as a resource, um, ask for your opinion, you know, if they need a new roof. And we appreciate you coming on explaining all these issues to our viewers. Thank you so much. We are trying to put as much information that we can in our blog section. Mm-hmm. We're trying to... In your blog section, on your, your website. Section. Yeah, and our we will website. link you to that as well. It'll all be in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us. And as always, if you've got a question for me, you can email me at askamy at kprc.com. Have a great day. 